Hi guys, welcome to Jesse's Place Podcast Season 2. I'm so excited for you to be here. This is still a safe space where I, your resident realtor, discuss business tips, mom life, healing, empowerment, real estate, and everything in between. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, East New York, and if you know, you know. Thank you, and let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Jesse's Place Podcast. I'm so happy to be back on new season. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in last season. This episode will be airing sometime in September. So just like in September in New York City, everyone goes back to school. And when you go back to school, you're usually asked, you know, what are some of the things you like when you're at home? Give us a little bit of information about yourself. This usually happens in kindergarten or sometimes in middle school. And in kindergarten, they usually ask you questions like, you know, I like to, and then they'll give you an option to draw something or, you know, I love when my mommy or my daddy does this for me in the morning and they'll make you draw something. Or, you know, when you're a little bit older in high school and you go into your first homeroom class and people say, you know, hey, introduce yourselves and let's get to know each other. It's going to be a great year. This episode is like that but with a twist. (laughs) So in this episode, I'm finding the courage to dig really deep and ask myself some very hard questions to tell you all about me. Is that okay? (laughs) Um, One of the things that I've been working on is becoming extremely self-aware and allowing myself to be vulnerable in that self-awareness so that I can reach the next level in my life. And if you listen to other um, episodes, you know that I'm extremely intentional about where I want to be in life, what I want to be doing, what I want to be lending myself to, and how I really, really, really want to be of service to other people. Um, I've also seen in my life that I, I have tended to shy away from being... Um, Uh, self-aware and vulnerable because sometimes those feelings kind of bring it up uh, things that are very uncomfortable when you deal with past trauma so in this episode it's kind it's an all about me episode it's all about jesse your um resident real estate agent um mompreneur uh boss babe um all those good things and more and I'm going to get you into, into my head so you can learn a little bit more about me and the reason why I am hosting this podcast. And um, I found some really good questions. I've been following this author online. Her name is Kara McDuffie. She's doing fantastic, fantastic things um, about self-awareness and questioning your life and um, how to just bring more authenticity to how you feel about things. So these are questions that she's written that I journal and I, I ask myself, you know, why is it I do the things that I do? And when I've allowed myself to ask myself those questions, I always have a breakthrough and realize like, okay, there are patterns developing. There are reasons why I do the things that I do. And, you know, no one's perfect. And not to say that I'm perfect on this journey, but I get really excited knowing that I am no longer um, hiding away from what I really feel about things and just trying to be, you know, like when they say face your fears, Um, I think when you ask yourself really hard questions, you have to face your fears and um, just be super intentional about why um, you want to even reveal what your what your fears are. So, yeah, that's what today's episode is is about. And I hope that you guys enjoy getting to know your favorite um, podcast host. So to start off really quickly, before I hop into these questions, um, 
I'm going to be talking about values. I'm going to be talking about passions. I'm going to be talking about my ambitions. I'm going to be talking about my internal (laughs) self-awareness, patterns, um, reactions, um, my impact, if I've had any. And um, yeah, just questions about, you know, self-discovery. And this should be fun. I have not answered these questions in my journaling at all. So this will be my first time answering these questions. I have not written anything out except for just my notes on past journal work. So I just want to get right into it. Okay. So the first question is what recurring principles guide your decisions, both in the day-to-day and large scale? What recurring principles guide your decisions both in the day-to-day and large scale? Wow, that's a great question. So a principle that really guides me is to um, be of service. I stand by um, being of service. I stand by that and that integral part of, of who I am inside is, is, is being of service, whether it's to my family, to my friends, or to my peers, or um, clients that I work with, or people that I don't even know, like just by hosting my podcast. Um, I really, really, um, that, that really just being of service is a principle that I, I don't, I don't know if that could be considered a principle, but that's the first thing that comes to my mind is just, um, being of service and on a larger scale, um, just providing access to information that I didn't have access to growing up and you know providing services to people you know and whatever service that I could be as a real estate agent or just giving business tips or just lending my ear and allowing people to vent just being that go-to person um so okay let's see the second question what person do you admire and what values do they possess that you are inspired by Okay, what person do I admire and what values do they possess that you are inspired by? Ooh, okay, a person that I admire currently is my good friend, Patricia Figueroa Mendez. She is the owner of uh, Polish by P. It is a nail polish brand, uh, cruelty-free, toxic-free, vegan. And I admire her because in spite of a lot of the self-deprecating behavior that she has put herself through, and in spite of all of the the curveballs that have been tossed at her, and in spite of, you know, losing her job during COVID and reinventing herself and turning a passion project into a full-on business, in spite of all those things, and in spite of, you know, failed relationships and people, you, you know, who might have treated her um, bad. She is still so freaking genuinely loving and um, she's just a great person. And, and I, I aspire to, you know, be kind in those ways because a lot of my trauma responses is that I learn I learned how to not trust people at a really young age because I'm always hyper aware of what people are capable of. And um, she's, you know, she tr- she's a very trustworthy person. And I aspire to have those similar qualities. Um, I, I Yeah, I'm inspired by that. I'm inspired by her um, genuine kindness. And I aspire to, to be that way because I don't think that I'm naturally kind because I grew up so tough. So, uh, yeah, I would say, Patricia, if you're listening, uh, Patty Pat. Um, 
yeah, I admire you. I think you're doing great things um, by pushing your platform forward. And but yeah, okay. If everyone described you, all right. Next question, question number three. If everyone described you by your top values, what would you want them to say? If everyone described you by your top values, what would you want them to say? Huh. My top values would be that I am extremely focused. <laughs> I am a passionate, passionate person. Um, I love extremely hard. I care deeply for the people that are in my life that I care about. And I would want them to say that um, I am a real person, you know, that I'm transparent and what you see is what you get. And I hope that they value that. So, yeah, I think my top value would be that I am transparent and loving and uh, I think a hard worker. <laughs> What are the, all right, next question, question number four. What are the interests that you lose track of time while doing? Oh, my podcast. I lose track of time doing this podcast Be between editing, listening to them over and over again. Um, yeah, I definitely lose track doing that or reading. I love to read. I am a book hoarder. I covet books. I've been reading since a really, really young age. Um, I'm a bit of a bookworm. I, I, I can speed read. Since I've been reading, since I was, I don't even remember when I was not reading. That's how long I've been reading. It's some, a gift, a, a, the gift of literature was given to me by my grandfather, um, who allowed me to read books like The Color Purple and Black Like Me and other books like that. Oh, uh, um, The House on Mango Street, um, uh, The Story of a Mexican Family. Uh, he just introduced me to books at a really young age. So that is an interest that I have that. I can definitely lose time doing that. Okay. Next question. Question number five. If you were given a 25th free hour every day and had to do something during that hour, what would it be? Gosh. <laughs> I want to say sleep, but anyone who knows me knows that one of my mottos is that I'll sleep when I'm dead because I, I I just have so many things that I'm, you know, working on or trying to accomplish or trying to do. And, you know, as a mom, I have two little girls, a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And my life is really, really full when it comes to everything outside of being a mom. So if I had a 25th hour, gosh, I would work on <laughs> shit, more of my stuff, I guess, you know, I, that would be it. Um, if I had a 25th free hour every day, I'm on. Uh, I would work on work. I would devote it to my kids and to my to my husband. What would you do for nothing? Um, gosh, my podcast. You know, being of service to people. You know, connecting dots for people, letting them. You know, giving access to 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 anything. You know, uh, I would do that for nothing forever. You know, I do my podcast for nothing. I do it because I want to be of service and because I want to be able to help people and push that platform forward. And my career is just a means to an end of something that I love to do. I definitely love uh, to do real estate, but it's a means to an end so that I can have a, a, a larger 
uh, platform on a larger scale to help other people, to help girls like me and guys like me, or just people in general, people who come from, you know, impoverished neighborhoods like I did. I grew up in East New York, Brooklyn. I take, you know, uh, a lot from that. I think it really molded me into the woman that I am today. It made me a hustler, a hard worker. It made me resilient. Um, so yeah, I would, I would just be of service for nothing forever. That's, that's what all I want to do. Um, when you die, question number seven, when you die, what do you want to look back on and be able to say that you've done? Oh, that's a good, that's an easy one. If, if when I die, um, I want to be able to say that I've helped people, you know, get to that next level in life or I've, I've helped them in any way, or I've given them a sense of inspiration or, uh, you know, I, I, I helped calm something in, in them, letting them know that, you know, there's, everything's going to be okay. I hope that people, remember me as someone who helped them, you know, who, you know, as crazy as I can be sometimes that, you know, they know that I loved and that I helped and that I was able to be of service. Next question. What would you be willing to suffer for to achieve? Oh gosh. I, my mental health, I would, I will always be willing to suffer to heal and, and to, to, uh, always work on my mental health so that I can be, you know, the best, uh, person in my life. Because I know that if I'm good mentally, I know that that's going to reflect on everything around me, my, my husband, my children, my family, my friends, they'll all benefit from being, being mentally healthy. So I would definitely be willing to suffer to achieve, um, you know, mental health, uh, healing, things like that. Next question. What accomplishment would you want to share with the person you look up to or share with the person who looks up to you? Oof. I'm not really sure if I have anyone who looks up to me, to be honest. Um, I mean, not that I know of right now. Maybe there is. I don't know. My, my kids, they I know they probably look up to me, but they're only five and two. So I don't really know to what degree. <laughs> I know that if I work out, they try to work out. If they see me doing something, they try to. They see me grabbing a book, they want to grab a book. So, okay, maybe that. Um, gosh, what accomplishment? Uh, I guess uh, an accomplishment would be that, you know, <laughs> anything, anything that, uh, achievements would be like, you know, when I purchased a home or when I graduated colleges a couple of times, or when I got my real estate license, or I would just want to share that, you know, any achievement is, uh, a reflection of, you know, what you believe yourself capable of doing. So sky's the limit, you know, it's just, it's just a, an example of, you know, if I can achieve this, then you can achieve whatever it is in your mind that, you know, you can achieve. So if there's someone who looks up to me and um, an accomplishment that I would share with them would be uh, a combination of all the accomplishments to just show you that you can do anything. If I can do something, you can do that and more. I hope I answered that correctly. Okay, next question. Question number 10. What type of pace and energy do you thrive in? Oh, 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 I'm a Brooklyn girl. <laughs> Brooklyn girl, born and raised. If you know, you know, Brooklyn stand up. Um, I, I drive, I, I thrive in, um, I guess a little chaos energy. I'm a, I'm a high face kind of person. I talk on my hands. I talk fast. Um, you know, I like to, to, to dance and smile, listen to music. Um, I'm extremely passionate about helping people. So, you know, uh, I'm a community-based person. So I would say that a fast-paced environment is a place that I thrive in. Um, next question, question number 11. If you could design a layout 
for your ideal interactions for a day, what would they look like? Mm, okay. An ideal interactions for a day would be wake up, um, make sure, you know, my kids and my husband, everything's taken care of in the crib, hit the gym, work out, you know, whatever that entails for the day, whether I'm going for a run, running to the gym, working out at home, um, you know, getting some work done on the computer, helping clients, um, you know, helping other people achieve their home buying and selling needs, uh, doing some writing, doing some reading, uh, taking some time to do some um, self-care, because uh, that's usually on the back burner sometimes. I, I always try to get to it, but that's sometimes on the back burner. And, uh, you know, winding, you know, spending time with my family again, listening to some good music, and, uh, you know, just working hard on the day-to-day. That would be an, an ideal interactions for a day. And uh, being able to help people and, and lending myself to people who need me. All right, 12. What que- spaces or communities in your life do you feel happiest and most fulfilled in? Ooh, communities like the ones that I grew up in, you know? I'm I'm totally okay with, you know, being in Brownsville, or East New York, Bed-Stuy, do or die, or you, anywhere. I'm, I, I thrive in places that I grew up in, you know? I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty as, a, I mean, like, you know, helping out in the community, you know, rolling up my sleeves and, 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 you know, helping the community in general, whether it comes to, you know, planting vegetables or, or, or advocating someone for someone who needs help. Or, you know, I have a, a, a brother who was mentally ill on the streets and, you know, my mom and, and family, they're always trying to find ways to, you know, find resources for him. So just being able to advocate, I think, uh, are spaces that I definitely feel the happiest and most fulfilled in to advocate for people who otherwise don't have a voice, okay? All right, next question, 13. What are some emotions you experience most often and what brings them about? Oof, damn. What are some of the emotions you experience most often and what brings them about? Gosh, I would say anxiety lately because I feel so close to certain achievements that I know that they're attainable, but sometimes they might seem out of reach. So I might get a little anxious because I have so many things that I want to accomplish. So I think that that is something that I've been experiencing lately. That's an emotion or like feelings of inadequacy because, oh, damn, what if I don't? So I try to like kick that out of my head and just like, yo, you can do anything. Just stay focused, you know, set out with good intentions and stay true to yourself and everything else will reflect on that. And another thing is that, yeah, my power is that on me. Like, I'm Jesse. There's only one me. There's nobody else like me. And that's something that is my power. Okay, next question. How does your mind work differently than others in terms of how you think and view the world? Oof, that's the easy one for me. So that's an easy one for me because of, I guess, the people that I know. And the people that I see, like in social media, and people that I see, and uh, you know, just on a day to day, one thing that I know about myself, about me, is that my power is that I'm me. My story is is what makes me me, and and that's my power. Like nobody could do, anybody could host a podcast, anybody become a real estate agent, anybody could be married, have children, or not have children. Anybody could do anything, but nobody could do it the way that I do it. So. I think my mind works differently in the fact that I'm not seeking out approval from other people to exist the way that I am. 
as opposed to when I look at other people, you know, maybe this could be, maybe they're faking it till they make it, or maybe they're, um, I don't know. But for me, I don't look for validation from other people to do what I need to do on my day to day. I just do it. Like I'm constantly just doing what I need to do. And I'm not seeking um, validation from, from anyone else. Like I'm, I'm just laser focused on what it is that I need to do to accomplish my goals so that I could push my platform um, further. Okay. Next question. What experience, what experiences seem to repeat themselves in your life? Some of which you sought out and some of which you want to stop. Hmm. What experiences, oof, a loss is an experience that I've experienced a lot in life, whether it comes from relationships or loved ones. I would love for that to stop in regards to like losing relationships with people that I care about. But I think that you need to lose some certain relationships in order to grow because sometimes people can't grow in the relationship that they already have with you. And I know that that might not make full sense. But you, sometimes you got to pull a full stop to, on people and not allow them to have access to you, no matter how much that hurts you, because people need to know how to treat you. So if there is no boundary, if there is no snippety-doo cutting them off, then um, people are going to continue to treat you how you allow them to treat you. So for me, an experience that I have seen repeat itself in my life is people uh, react to me a certain way or treat me a certain way and then expect me always being the person that I am to be like, all right, I understand why you did what you did. And I'm in a space in my life where I understand why you did what you did or how, why you responded to me the way that you did or why you treated me the way you did. But that's something for you to bear. That's not my crutch to bear. And I don't want to give you access to me anymore. So that is something that I'm definitely putting a full stop on, or that I have put a full stop on, working on keeping those boundaries. Um, did I answer all of that question? I think I did. All right. And I, well, let me go back to that question a little bit because it says some of what you have sought out. What experience seems to repeat themselves in your life, and and some of which you have sought out. I think those experiences with those relationships I sought out because I've always felt that. I needed to be loyal to those relationships. Uh, but uh, I've learned along the way that I only need to be loyal to me. And if I stay true to myself, every, everybody's going to benefit from that, right? Right. Next question. When you're presented with a new information that is good, bad, exciting, depressing, horrifying, how do you usually respond? All right, when I'm presented with good information, happy. When I'm, you know presented with bad information sad i guess exciting you know uh get excited depressed depressing i you get depressed um i say that you know when i get what how i respond to depressing information or bad information is i have to really think about i think about everything i think about the whole situation in general and how it's going to affect me in the long term and if it doesn't have any effect on me i'm i'm really able to just remove myself. I don't I don't need to insert myself in situations or acclimate or try to have a, a, a similarity 
to, to the situation. You know what I mean? Like I just need, I, I, I'm very, it's very easy for me to just separate myself from things that don't serve me as a person. So that's, that's a response right there. Okay. Number 17. Wow. 17 already. When you have reacted in a way that you regret it and what brought on this action? When have you reacted in a way that you regret it? And what brought on this reaction? Oh, that's a hard one because I've reacted badly in a lot of situations because of trauma responses. And like, I got to get, I got to get you before you get me type of behavior, which I'm definitely working on. Like I've used my words to really just make, you know, another person feel just like crap. And I've regretted that, you know, but like, again, I got to stay true to myself. I did those things. I said what I said. And if I said it, I meant it. And um, regardless of what the reasonings were behind whatever I have said or done, um, I stand behind it, whether, you know, it was good or bad. You know, that's just how it is. I got to own my stuff, right? But when have I done that? Gosh, it's, it's been so many different things. When have I reacted in a way that I regret it? Ah, I don't know. There's a couple, there's a couple answers to that question. I'm trying to think of a story that I would feel comfortable sharing. When have I reacted in a way that I regretted? Regretted? Hmm. Regret is a strong word. And I can't say that I regret anything right now. So moving on. Number 18. Based on how you respond to situations, what would people most likely want to want to come to you about as opposed to going to other people? Hmm. I would say people would like to come to me for advice on how to deal with things, you know, how to find out information about things. I'm usually the go-to person. Even if I don't have any experience in that thing, a lot of people will come to me and ask me a question like, oh, how do I find out information about that? I don't know why, but I'm just that person that people come to, like if I'm like the Webster's Dictionary, I guess, even though I'm not, but that's usually the response that I get from people. Next question. If you left for a year, whose lives would be affected and how would they be affected? If I left for a year, oh, my kids, my kids. If I left for a year, my children would be would be greatly affected by that. Right. How would their lives be affected? They don't have their mom. They don't have the person to to love on them the way that I love on them. I love my kids and and my husband. So they would be greatly affected by that. Um, not being with them for a year. Um one of the fears that I have when it comes to leaving my children is is why I'm working so hard to stay healthy and, and be fit is because I ha- I have, I'm 39. I have my kids a little bit older in life and um, which I think is still a fine age. But one of the fears that I have is not being with them for as long as I want to be. I wish that I would have had them when I was a teenager, <laughs> seriously, because I love my kids so much and I really you know, I wonder what their life will be when I'm no longer here. You know, when I got to go, go home, wherever that is going to be at, you know, I wonder who's going to love them the way that I love on them. Who's going to care for them in the way that I care for them. But I'm hoping to raise children that will be able to live without me, but still, you know, miss me in the way that you miss anyone who loves you and cares about you, but, but be healthy enough to deal with that loss. But, um, yeah. Number 20, how do you make others feel? Try to put yourself in their shoes. Oof. Ah, I've heard time and time again that I make people feel like they've disappointed me. I, I don't know how I have that innate ability, 
But I think it's because I put people that I care about in such a high pedestal, like I'm I'm championing them on. And I'm like, I'm the person in the corner that's saying, if nobody else believes in you, I got you. I believe you. I love you. I care about you. You know, I want to see you do well. You know, I'm the cheerleader in the background with the pom-poms screaming. You could do anything, you know, you could do anything because I, I understand growing up in a world where no one really tells you those things. You know what I mean? You go to school and you might receive it from a school teacher, but when you come back home and if those things are not constant, you know, you got to get it from the people that really, really love you. You know, it's nice. You know, sometimes growing up, I prefer to be at school because of the relationships that I have with some teachers. You know, you always got that one teacher that's just like really sees past all the shyness, past all the quietness, you know? Or past, you know, when I was a kid, I was really ashamed about being poor and not having nice clothes and not not having, you know, you know, wearing, you know, payless shoes or the shoes from the bargain hunter stores or, you know, not having the same amount of of, of access to, to those things the way that maybe my, my peers did. And, um, you know, I would feel, you know, a little when I got to that age, I would feel, you know, a little inadequate, a little a little embarrassed by that. But in the flip side of things, it 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 gave me uh, uh I had a I had a, a larger worldview at that point because as a kid I was extremely self-aware. I I knew a, a lot because I was reading so much. So my my mind was expanded so greatly that I knew that those things were not were not important. I always knew that. So and I don't think it really affected me to my core. Because even now, I love a great deal. I'm extremely frugal. I don't give a crap about labels or anything like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think I make others feel inadequate because of I believe so much in them that they don't believe enough in themselves that they can't understand why I care so much. <laughs> All right, that is question number 20. I am going to be coming up with two more bonus questions. And I will be asking myself two more bonus questions. And I want to know what you think about them. And if you want to answer these questions, if you want to appear on an episode, I want you to tell me that you want to be on an episode. And I want to ask you these questions. All right, I have two bonus questions. And the first one is, what impact do people have on your life? And in what ways are you similar or different? I think that people have an impact in my life in the way that they share their joys and and their accomplishments and their achievements. And I think that I'm the same way in that, that you know, when I'm joyful, I want to scream it from the rooftops and I want to share with everyone my joy. And I'm I'm less I'm shy about my achievements. Um, I'm still coming to terms with sitting in the light of what I'm capable of doing. Um I'm 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 deathly afraid of people thinking that I'm a show off. I'm deathly afraid of people thinking that, you know, um I'm trying to be better in some way, you know, and I feel that I've, I've, I've always felt that if you, if you show your accomplishments, then you're kind of showing off, which honestly, I'm trying to break away from that stigma because there is joy to be had in accomplishing things that you, that you've done. And, and if someone else is looking at that at, at you as a way of, you know, you showing off, then I think that that says more about the other person than it does about, about you. 
So I'm working, I'm working through those things. So people who have an impact on me are people who are able to show their joy in the way that they achieve things in life and, and do it in a way that, you know, you want to root for them and cheer them on. Okay. Second bonus question. So this is 22 questions. And like I said, if you want to join me on an episode and answer these questions, I got you. Send me a message and we will, we will, I will be asking you the same questions and I would love to hear like what your answers would be. Okay. Question number 22. And anyone who knows me knows 22 is my favorite number. My birthday is 222. I will be turning 40 on 222-2022. So 22 is a huge, huge number for me. Anyway, question number 22. What impact do you want to have? (sighs) Gosh. Wow. What impact do I want to have? I want to... Be able to show people that you can do anything that you want to do, that to not be lazy about your life, that life goes way too fast, that a lot of people don't make it to where you've made it, whether you struggle to get there or not, that you are not the the summation of your worst mistakes that you are, you know, allowed to be loved and and give love and that you are allowed to explore and execute the kind of life that you want to live unapologetically. And that you should, I want people to be impacted by my need to be free and by my need to be of service to other people. I want people to say, wow, she, she has done for others she has been the person that she needed when she needed those things from, from someone. That's the kind of impact that I want to have on people. I want people to look at me and say, she did that. She helped me. She walked me through this, or she gave me access to something that in another way I wouldn't have access to, you know? So that is definitely the kind of impact that I want to have. So in summation, really quickly, um, this episode was inspired by myquestionlife.com. The author is Kara McDuffie. I have been just crazy diligently working through all her stuff, asking myself some really hard questions, journaling about it, being extremely self-aware. And in summation, you know, we talked about, um, there were questions about values. There were questions about passions. There were questions about ambitions. There were questions about internal self-awareness, patterns, reactions, and lastly but not least, impact. Um, I think dealing with impact definitely lends me to the idea that, you know, I want to be able to sit in the power that I am impactful for other people, that other people look to me um, for guidance, for help, and just overall, you know, just to, to be that person. And I think, you know, when you, when you, I, I think the bigger part of the story for me has always been, what can I do more of to help? What, what can I do? So the, the beauty about that is that I know that if I quote unquote face my fears, um, and reveal who I truly am 
and I speak my truth and I don't shy away from things that might make me uncomfortable without sacrificing myself in that process, that I know that eventually I will be able to reach people in the way that they need to be reached and and share because I've always felt that am I the only person thinking this way am I the only person who has these thoughts am I the only person who um feels this way about stuff you know it's like you have to ask yourself the very hard questions you know like what I have other episodes coming up where I talk about coping strategies I talk about you know trauma mechanisms and it's just there are just so many different things that, that I think make up who I am as a person. And I want to welcome you to Jesse's Place podcast for season two. And I want to thank you for tuning in. And I want to invite you to message me if this is uh, something that you want to be a part of. I'd love to have you on the show. Hopefully one day I get to have Kara McDuffie on the show. Um, I think that asking yourself really hard questions is a way to really develop the relationship that you have with yourself because they it's not easy it's not easy to exist in a space where you feel that people only have one idea of who you are when you are multidimensional um i have a lot of passions i have a lot of things that i care about i have a lot of people in my life that i care about but i'm on a journey of self-awareness and i want you to join me so please reach out to me you can find me on instagram at jesse the realtor or facebook at i am jesse the realtor message me let me know what you think this episode will be streaming on all platforms uh please tune in let me know what you think and let me know what else you want to hear me talk about this season so this episode will be airing sometime in September. This is an all about me special. I hope that in listening to me answer these questions, you got to know just a little bit more about me and you feel more connected to the podcast and will you know continue to join me on this journey. You know, this is a very fun 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 thing for me to be doing. And I'm I'm extremely grateful to uh, be of service and as always Remember, challenge yourself to become the person you want to become. Stretch and be ready to fail. Always remember that the right people will value you in the right way. Practice humility. And when you make room to speak about what exists in the present, you no longer have time for the past. Live your life purposefully and with intention. Manifest. Stay blessed. Till next time subscribe, leave a message, leave a review. And as always, I thank you.